Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the show, After Buzzers. This is it for Turned Up Charlie. We are recapping episodes seven and eight. And Charlie needs an ego check. David shows up in season, I'm sorry, in episode eight. And the family is in shambles. Stay tuned for all that and more. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz After Buzz TV. I don't know what song that is in my head. But go ahead. Uh, no, we're making up some stuff right now. But you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode seven and eight, and um, it's a lot going on these two episodes. Yeah, these are packed. I know. So let's get into your overall thoughts. What do you feel about the, well, episode seven? Um, For episode seven, um, I feel like it's... I, I can't talk about seven. I can't talk about seven without talking about eight. I feel like it just buttons up enough so that if it doesn't get renewed, we're cool. But I think there's still enough open that it could set us up for a season two. And I think episode seven really takes us into that. And I loved how it showed us more of what Charlie used to be. But then once he makes that change, it's like, okay, we know where he was, but now what's left for him in the future? So I I think episode seven was a good transition episode. I definitely agree. Oh, yes. So before we get into that, I just want to let you guys know I'm your host, Miss Conversation. Peace. And thank you so much for tuning in. I have Princess with me. Hey, guys. I'm happy to be here. It's the finale. I know. We were so like... (laughs) amped to get started that we just forgot to do that but you guys know who we are right you tune in every week you know us (laughs) (laughs) but what I was going to say about my overall thoughts for episode 7 is you know it's a typical drugs sex uh, you know oh the DJ lifestyle yeah DJ hip hop (laughs) life and you know I think he just let it get the best of him and Mm -hmm. then on top of that he let his ego get to him and I think he's realizing the importance of relationships. So mm-hmm. that is important as as much as your talent in the entertainment world, I believe. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I yes. feel like this is when we really start to see I mean, the season we've seen Charlie mature, but I feel like this is like Charlie has fully made that turn. But I think he did he did a little backsliding. I mean, he did, but that was, like, to propel him forward. Like, he <laughs> you just know? had to be like, I am not this person anymore. Like, Yeah, what's the know, saying? We'll you pull an arrow back, <laughs> and then it just flies forward. That's how it works? I hope so. Into <laughs> season two. <laughs> Hopefully we get a season two. Let us know in the comments what you think. If you think it deserves a season two, if you like it enough, or, you know, if you think it's going to get picked up, just let us know in the comments. Give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe. Um, so, basically, the show opens up with... Charlie in this like we we see the dr- the drug uh, induced Charlie we see it from his POV yes it's from his point of view and yeah. I'm like I've never experienced this because I don't do drugs guys I'm really Me you know either. so I'm like this I'm like vicariously through Charlie I'm right like, this is the life <laughs> I've never woken up. And had to throw up in a hat. You know what I mean? That was so disgusting. That was cringeworthy. It was very cringeworthy. Just like the bathroom scene when that that oh house was gosh. disgusting. Oh my goodness. Like what was going on there? I mean, of course, a, a big rager party. But um this is where Charlie's life has ended up. You know, mm-hmm. he, he traveled to the one of the hottest cities to like vacation. Yeah, now I want to go there too. I do too. <laughs> and um party, yeah, but not that hard. Have you ever partied that hard where you woke up and you were just, like, trashed? No, no. I mean, to each his own. For me, I'm one of those people where I like to remember everything I did and not have to ask other people. So are you one of those people who have never had a drink? No, that's just not, I don't know. Just know your limit. I mean, for know your limit, or for me, like, I I, I don't know. You've never surpassed your limit? No, I don't like the taste of alcohol. 
So you don't drink? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. I wish I could say the same. But me I've and never... Gabby are in the same. <laughs> me and Gabby would hang out because I love what we'll see in episode eight. But like, she's eleven. I mean, or however. <laughs> but she makes a very active choice. I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about my fandom, please. <laughs> I know you have a vice princess. I don't know what it is, but you got something <laughs> that you do. However, myself, I've never had that kind of night. But I've definitely woken up with a hangover and oh, had to throw up. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy like we got to see more of what Charlie's life used to look like. Um because I feel like they alluded to it throughout the season, but it's kind of like has he really changed? Like could he be capable of being that person again? And I think we really got to see his heart, like where he was at the very beginning. In in terms of like there are some people where it seems like they've changed, but once they get that fame or whatever it is again, you're like, oh, you haven't changed. And I feel like we got to see Charlie's heart for the first time. And then we got to see how I disagree. How he's I feel really? like he was he was being an egotistical asshole. He was. and But I thought that and, he had changed prior and to And the that. only reason he changed back is because the manager was throwing shade at him about his age. Mm-hmm. He was messing up. He was getting drunk, showing up late. Look mm-hmm. at him trying to show up to the meeting. Oh, they know how important I am when I show up late. And the lady was not having it. She checked him right there. Yes. She She brought him back down to earth. Yes. And she fired him. So he was not yeah. changing for the better. But he did change he finally fessed up to his parents which I was waiting Mm -hmm. for he had to humble himself and he had to become you know he had to put on his big boy pants and be like either I'm gonna go home and have to face the the music or I can be proactive about my future and do what I gotta do to make things right and I was so proud of him well I don't know he he gets into a fight with his one and only supporter you know we don't even see him after that like he just Mm -hmm. picks up and leaves and I want to get into that, like, someone that has your back like that, like, how do you go from that to, like, down-talking them and Mm -hmm. kicking them out of your corner? Because he was not doing anything bad. He was just telling him, why are you turning down gigs? Mm -hmm. And Charlie was like, oh, you don't believe in me? You want me to be second best to Mm -hmm. this this girl? Mm -hmm. And that was the ego talking. Yeah, I mean, I think that prior to... Charlie's turn later in the episode, I think he was operating in the old Charlie mode. Like, I'm number one. How dare I, you know, sit under this woman, this woman who's younger than me, this woman who doesn't know about true DJing, whatever that means. Um, I mean, I get it because I think that was his brokenness talking at that point. But we do see him come around later and humble himself and be like, you know what, I'm going to do whatever. No, I they humbled do. him for him. But he didn't have to change. He could have just sat there and sulked, and he didn't. Like, he got himself together. Either he was going to change or have to go home and stay with Auntie again, Auntie Lydia. Some people don't change. You don't have to. You always get a choice, and I'm proud of him for making that choice. Well, it did change, but um, <laughs> he did think he was too good for certain things. He was riding off of this this one single, and one you know, there, but at the end of the day, there's singles, like those hot summer songs mm-hmm. that do last the whole summer, so the summer mm-hmm. wasn't even over yet, so mm-hmm. I guess it was one of those things where it was just played so much that people we're tired of it and mm-hmm. we we were expecting something else we need a follow-up single and he didn't have it well i love that the bar manager like challenged or what whoever she was promoter i don't know what she was uh challenged him like okay great you have this great single now what like we want to hear something fresh something new and i think that was another like pivotal moment in the in the immediate moment he was childish but i think it pushed him like no, you can't continue to ride on the success of your former singles. Like, you're going to have to be creative. You're going to have to commit to this, like, buckle down, create new music, and be a professional. So that was another part that I think was really pivotal as well. Exactly, because he came to the meeting late and unprepared. He didn't even have, like, a playlist. He was like, what's your music rundown? And he just was... I don't know what he thought. What do you what do you think he was thinking coming into this meeting? Because he couldn't have thought he was big time and on this DJ Tommy's level. I think that he was just I think he was just walking like in his previous immaturity, you know, like being that party guy anymore. And I think something had to wake him up and realize, oh, no, like, again, like you said, something had to humble him and remind him, like, just as quick as you got it, you can also lose it. And I think that's something that. 
once you have experienced it, it's like, oh, wait a minute, I got to change. I got to grow up or continue to sit here and sulk. And I, you know, have you ever had a moment like that where you, you know, were progressing Mm -hmm. and you just kind of made a mistake and and then you had to like learn from it or or didn't learn from it and that opportunity got taken away from you? Yeah, I think for me, I think it it exposes like what still needs to be worked on. Like, okay, the fact that this happened again, it shows me there's something there. There's something I've got to admit. And I think with Charlie, part of it, there's so many that he had to, Mm -hmm. you know, so many things he had to admit, but I think part of it was his ego and his, his humility. And I think that's the key is like, are you still hiding from the truth about yourself or are you willing to sit down and say, you know what? This has to die. You think he's hiding from the, from the truth that he's old and washed up or I, think, I mean or do you feel like he can make a resurgence in the resurgence in the age doesn't matter I think he can I think he just had to humble himself and once he finally realized like wait a minute like the world doesn't revolve around you like the world doesn't stop cuz you tell it to stop I think that's when he was able to face his humility like but i feel like a lot of people who are entertainers aren't humble they are arrogant they Mm -hmm. are like up like that so why do you feel like charlie has to and that's just the way that his life is starting to shake up like at the end of the day he's trying to get back on his feet and he can't get back on his feet with the same attitude he had before some people may not have to go through that struggle but for him if he wants to be where he wants to be Obviously, he might have to bite the bullet a couple times. Yeah, and another person who humbled him was DJ Tommy and her bodyguards. He shows up mm-hmm. and they get ready to throw him out. Like he he breaks past them to get a conversation with her, mm-hmm. and she shuts him down. And then he gets thrown out. Then he's in prison, and it's like he gets punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was humbling for sure. And the jail, like, come yes. on now. That for I sure. think that's what made him just. He was at a breaking point where I, you know, I got to tell my parents the truth because they probably who bailed him out. Because if you're in jail in a whole other that was country, a plot hole. There was a yes. couple plot holes for me. I was like, how did this happen? And it happened so quickly. And it was it was confusing because it was like a flashback. And then it was like, are you in jail or not in? Jail? Like right. I was confused at that ha- point. Yeah. yeah, I was also like, okay, plot hole. <laughs> and another thing I was I was confused about is how do you get punched in the face and then go to jail? Because he didn't even punch them back. So why did he go to jail? Well, I think he went to jail because he was being a like a dis- like a nuisance, like maybe like a public disturbance. I don't know what the laws and IBs are, but it could have been one of those situations. You guys, don't go on vacation turning up like Charlie, okay? Well, maybe DJ <laughs> Tommy pressed charges. I don't know. I would. She didn't do nothing. He just wanted to talk to her. He was there to harass her, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. So his parents are very disappointed in him. They want him to be a doctor and a lawyer, at least have a backup plan for this. But mm-hmm. one thing about Aunt Lydia, even though though he told her secret she still rides for him she's still telling him don't give up and mm-hmm. i think that's one of the reasons why when he was headed to the airport he turned around and was just mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna give up mm-hmm. you know i think that's that's everyone needs that family member that can mm-hmm. or a mentor or someone they can talk to and just give you that encouragement because we all go through those moments it might not be as bad as going to jail or getting kicked out or yes, losing all your face. friends and all your gigs but you go through a moment where you break down and mm-hmm. you need some encouragement you know yeah i i, I love that moment and is as annoying as the auntie can be <laughs> at times that you like you said you need those people in your corner to to tell you i'm proud of you i'm happy that you're going after your dream and i think that that was a part of the turning point too is to know that there is one person that believes in you sometimes that's all you need and i'm glad it was the auntie yeah but he went on to why did he even tell her secret though like what did where did that come from like i feel like once again the people who support him the cousin mm-hmm. the aunt mm-hmm. He's he's fighting him in the ocean, you know. She, he's telling her secrets. Like, what? I don't know what Charlie's deal is. Like, I mean, I think it was just part of him having to. I, I think in him shedding the lies, he had to just shed all of it. And part of it was like 
the auntie, you know. I, it, it was, I'm not the only one that's a screw up in this family. That's what I think it was. I mean, I don't know if it was that vicious. I think it was more, and vicious might be the strong word, but I'm just going to go with that. I don't know if it was that. I think it was just like, uh, I need to tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And the, the whole truth is, Aunt, you know, Aunt Tommy has been taking care of me and blah, 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 blah. Like, I think it was just part of it. He did. He didn't have to go through all of that. But even her response was understanding, too. I think she understood. Yeah, she was probably tired of hiding it herself. Like, why am I trying to put on this face for my brother and sister who, I mean, what do they do? I mean, again, because I think when they introduced, were they, like, very religious or something, like, in a church? I don't know. Because I'm trying to figure out why they're so, like, the. I know they're the matriarch mm-hmm. and patriarch of the family, but but why are they so judgmental? I wish Tehran was here because he kind of had that input having, <sighs> you know, having relatives that are from other nations. I wonder if there's a cultural element, which is something I appreciated about this in show, the show in, in its entirety, just those cultural influences. Yeah. So part of it is just like it might just be cultural, like the people that I know who are of similar backgrounds, they kind of go through some of the same pressures. So I think it's just that. I don't know. Okay, so when he decides that he wants to stay and fight for his dream, he goes back to his friend and he lets him in. He he gives him a hard time, but now he has to pay to to stay instead of staying for free. So you know you fall and bump your head, and you got these hard lessons. And he's still working though. You Mm -hmm. know, um, he says, "I knew you would be back," and they just pick up right where they left off. You know, Mm -hmm. that's refreshing to see that you know he's able to do that and then gabby gives him a call and you know he's just building rebuilding those relationships Mm -hmm. but one thing um he did do was when he got on he kind of just left everybody behind i mean he left gabby behind like i mean she was left in la with the parents and well i mean she was on summer vacation though so I mean, and I think the mom really wanted to spend time with her, too. So another plot hole. It would have been great to have seen that conversation Mm -hmm. and found out, like, how exactly did this go down? But she Mm -hmm. didn't seem hurt by it. So I'm guessing, like... Well, she wasn't answering the phone for him. I mean, what... What was she doing that was so busy? She She's not... I mean, anything. I don't know, unless the parents were arguing and she was just... I, I have no idea. Another plot hole. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It, it, she didn't seem... When they did FaceTime, it didn't seem like she, she was too crushed. Like, oh, you're not here. It was more mm-hmm. of a, my parents are arguing. I miss you. Like, type yeah. of people. I don't know. Yeah, so she, she obviously told her mom and they end up showing up and mm-hmm. flying to see him which was a great surprise and mm-hmm. you know he there he goes lying again when he's on the phone with Gabby he's telling her yeah I'm working I'm doing this oh I don't know where I'm gonna be and it's like it's a character flaw within him like yeah, why does he keep having to lie and mm-hmm. not tell because I feel like when he did realize his relationships were you know monumental in his career then he kind of started to utilize them Mm -hmm. but if he would have i guess been honest from the from the beginning sarah could have told him hey i got a big gig you can just open up for me versus him lying like oh Mm -hmm. yeah i got a gig it's big yeah you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i just feel like why lie yeah to your to your support system i mean he's he's human he's still working on it it's you know sometimes progress is not you know a straight line up sometimes (laughs) it's a a little bumpy so yeah my life's been bumpy lately lord (laughs) (laughs) so they show up like i said for a great surprise um and then sarah tells him that astrid is going to show up Mm-hmm. And um, he lets her know, oh, it's nothing serious. That was just a fling. Mm-hmm. But I think it was his ego again being deflated. Like he's super, like he's just arrogant. And then it's just like when you you come from a a point up high, and then you get broken all the mm-hmm. way down to stand at your aunt's house, and then you, st- I don't know. I don't even know what to well I to make say of it. His defense, Astra was like that too. She didn't want to commit fully either. So I think it might be a. They're both like playing chicken. Like who's going to say? Like who's going to commit first? I don't know. I think, I think he might have been waiting on her. I, I feel like it's it's mutual. Like they're both in the same place when it comes to that. Well, 
Yeah, I just feel like she was throwing herself at him a little bit. Cause she was. She was. <laughs> but I don't think it was like, I don't know, she didn't make it known that she wanted a relationship. She just made it known that she wanted his body. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Well, Sarah, she pulled some strings to get Charlie an epic set, but he's thinking that she wants him to be the Manny again. And once they talk it out and she's like, no, I really want you to do this, he turns it down saying, I can't use you. And this is where I'm confused. Like, she's giving it to you and you're saying, oh, I can't just take it. I got to work for it now. That's confusing to me. Like. What that do you he want? Wants to work now? Yes. <laughs> like, Why is it confusing that he wants to work for what he has now? <laughs> because you have, like, I feel like everything is built on relationships. So if mm-hmm. you have a relationship with someone that is the CEO of the company and they're like, oh, I got a job for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to turn it down like, no, I need to work my way from the bottom. I'm going to be a mailroom clerk. Are you going to do that? No, I mean, I think it, but I think the whole Manny slash recording time thing made the, the relationship unnecessarily complicated to me um i feel like it's i think they needed to have that clarity like listen like if we're going to work together and be collaborators and let's do the collaboration thing if i'm going to be the manny like i don't know sometimes i think you do need to define the terms a little bit and separate yourself and he needed to focus on his career and i think she understood yeah she understood because she encouraged him to get contracts and just to be on his business and I think Sarah's a really good friend. She's offering him opportunities. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, encouraging him. She's telling him not to give up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're just really family. And she's really taking her place as Gabby's mom, which is what we really wanted. Now, as for David, mm. he's still getting his life together. Um, but I'm, I'm happy that Sarah is putting first things first, especially when Gabby has her you know, after having had her first period, like you need to have your mom there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to get into my first period. <laughs> Let's not do that. Not today. Not today. But I mean, I think that was important for Gabby's mom to come around, and I'm I'm happy for Sarah. David still, David. You know what? I think that's really the reality for a lot of families. The man is usually out handling business. They're not home a lot. And that's just how it is. But Mm -hmm. she felt neglected. And that's Mm -hmm. why she came to L.A. And I feel like that's where we get into episode eight. We're about to get into in a minute how she ran to Charlie to get refuge. And it was kind of a rift when David got there and saw what was going on. Yes, it was. So (laughs) can you give me your aha moment of episode seven? Um, the aha moment for episode seven, I would say, um, I think the aha moment was just when we saw David's point of view and what his lifestyle looked like when he was the DJ, like the world famous DJ the first time for me, it was like, oh, now I understand where he was and Uh like his background. And it's one thing to hear about it, but it's another thing to see what his lifestyle was. And so now it now that we get to see the other side of it now, it puts it into a different like light. Now now I understand on a different level because I know right. where he was. Mm-hmm. Right. And just so you at home know what the aha moment is, let us hear it again. There we go. The aha moment is when you really see a character, you know, making a moment where they they, they make a real like you go aha. Aha. <laughs> Is that it? Uh-huh. No, I think it, I think they just make a real turning point in their character. So mm-hmm. that's what I see mm-hmm. for Charlie was basically when he was at the airport mm-hmm. and he decided to turn around because at some point we all are at a point where we were like, I want to give up. I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. And when you decide to stay and fight, that that's a definitely an aha moment. And mm-hmm. yeah. So that's important. Cute. Yeah, that was mine, girl. So that's all for episode seven. These episodes are so short. We're missing like, like missing real the meat roots. of it. Yes. Yeah, we're missing the meat and potatoes. So maybe they're gonna give it to a season two. Maybe they're holding back for a season two. What do you I think? I hope so. That's all I gotta say. I hope so. Yeah, there's a whole lot of questions. To have. I have so many questions. Maybe we could get Idris on the line and 
you know, get them in here. Tell us more. <laughs> I know. Oh, one thing I did notice, I think this might have been episode eight, when he was running on the beach, he did look good. <laughs> he did. And he was Ooh, looking how chocolatey. <laughs> well, let's get into episode eight. Uh, we'll just get right into it. Uh, yeah, so before we get into episode eight, we just wanted to say uh, thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could really use you guys' help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our show. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think about Turn Up Charlie. Do we need a season two? Do you have questions that need answers? Because we do. We want to know what is going to happen with this divorce. We want to know, <laughs> is Charlie going to blow up past Tommy V? We want to know if he's going to remain humble. You know? No one knows for sure. We don't know. But I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so, episode eight, Astrid is starting to fall for Charlie a little harder than we expected. She's mm-hmm. giving him the world. She's giving him what she would give Sarah. I have many thoughts about that. Mm. <laughs> it's it's weird because it seems like she wants to be committed to Charlie, but also his manager. I don't know. Now I feel like she's using Charlie. No, I don't think she's using him. I think she sees that Sarah is on a on a decline in her career. And mm-hmm. and that's how people do. They jump ship. Do they right. see, oh, she wants to be a mom now? I'm out. And also, she's an alpha female. So mm-hmm. it's, like, hard for her to give that submissive woman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to her man type of vibe. And so the only thing she knows with how to do is to... to to give him a boost in his career. Mm-hmm. And she likes the sex, obviously. So it's just like a win-win. She's going to make money and she's going to get the D. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess for me, like, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just like uh, into relationships. I'm kind of like, but you're going to use, like, he's, you're going to be his manager, but then still have this relationship with him. What do you want? What, what are you here so for? So you think mixing business with pleasure it happens more often than not in the entertainment world. I, I think, think it's it inevitable too. a lot. I think times. it happens more often, but I don't know if I necessarily think it's like healthy. But who knows? Charlie might be able to sustain it. I think the real question is, will she be able to sustain it? I don't know. I could see them building an empire. She has a connection. He's on the last leg. Of, like, mm-hmm. either you're going to make it now or you're never going to make it because right. you're like 40. Okay? <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, I, I, I'm just saying. Now, you can't give up on your dreams, but, like, when you start and get 60, 70, you 80, like, keep, you can't you be know. a DJ unless you're playing uh, the Isley Brothers, okay? <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you might not get too many more opportunities. Exactly. <laughs> Your window of opportunity is the closing, closing. <laughs> so she's giving him those opportunities, and I think they could be a little power couple. They could be touring. I think that's what she sees. She I don't sees, know. I don't trust her. Oh, uh, you don't? I do not trust her. I think she's been very forthcoming. I think even though she didn't tell Sarah first, she's planned on telling her the only reason that it kind of came off messy is because gabby overheard and you know gabby you know how she, she is did, she did like hide the fact that she was messing with him and i don't know and of course uh well, the actress's name is piper sarah the character <laughs> um of course sarah did bring that up too, like the fact that she hid it i don't i don't know i mean if, if i'm hitting it and we're not and we're not serious i'm not gonna be out here like yeah that's my you know, like my, my little yeah. thing, my little boo. Like, I'm not going to say anything. But if they have that type of relationship, like her and Sarah seem to be pretty close. I don't know. But this is the thing. Oh, let's get into that. When you start telling your girlfriends mm-hmm. about how the good the D is, then they get curious. Because I'm starting to think Sarah's a little curious. I think that she 
for me, I think that it was going to happen with Sarah and him because her husband is not around and he's filling in that role. So I think regardless, even of, if she t- didn't. even if Astrid wasn't there, I think that was going to happen because Idris, Idris, Charlie, <laughs> all the actors, Charlie's filling in for the role that her husband should be, you know, there for. Mm, you know? They so said think, a shoulder to cry on becomes a D to ride on. That's what they said. I think that's what happened in this situation. It was going to happen whether Astrid was there or not. But I think even though they kind of crossed the line there when they were partying and she's like, get drunk with me, get high with me. Like, that was a bad... This, okay, so what I want to talk about is how he came to Astrid and told her, like, no, I'm going to be ready for this gig. I'm going to practice. And then all of a sudden, Sarah comes in like, oh, I'm sad. My husband's not here. And David's doing all this stuff. I just need a drink and get high. Let's get high. Mm -hmm. And then he does it. You know, like, Mm -hmm. where did that come from? Like, I thought you were on a good path. I don't know. I mean, I think that that may have been more of an emotional decision instead of, like, this reckless party type of guy. Because he's not... I, I think that was an emotional decision. Like... I don't. I don't equate that to him just blowing people off just because he's a party animal. I think it was. But different. do you feel like he really likes Astrid? Because towards the end, he's like, "I want you," and then he's mm-hmm. like, "Blowing." Because I mean, I you know how these dudes are. Like they'll tell you one thing, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, he wants to hit it, but he don't want that commitment. And he's kind of that player guy, so he's mm-hmm. gonna be like. Because even when she was like kissing him and telling him, "Oh, I'm a manager. I'm gonna do this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do that," he was just kind of like, "Are you sure?" Are you sure Sarah's not going to be mad? Like, he was so concerned about Sarah. I think it could go either way. I think he has a lot of... Sarah is really his friend. And even when she talked about, like, him taking up for David. So I think it could be he does have a thing for Sarah. Or he really just has a heart and a love for that family. And I think... I'd like to hope that he just has a heart for the family. But I could also see him having a thing for Sarah. But I respect the fact that he didn't make a move when he could have. And that's yeah. what makes me think it's not quite the lu- the lust. I think it's he really has a heart for them. Because he could have taken advantage of that situation. She was sitting there in a bikini. But he didn't. So that's why. That's I think, true. Yeah. I agree. So he's been noble in some aspects. It's, it's kind of like that for Charlie, his character. It's like one moment he's like, Oh, I'm gonna be good, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna do that. Then it's one minute he's like, he's a struggle. Mm-hmm. He's struggling with he's this, like, and I think that's what's been bringing him down from from the very beginning of like why his career kind of made a down mm-hmm. downward spiral because of this struggle, and um, he's still going through it. He is, but I think he's getting better slowly but surely. I think he's coming to realizations faster. It seems like. So I think this next rise that we hope is he's going on, we won't know until or unless there's a season two. I think it'll be different for him because I think he realizes, especially having seen the effect that David being gone all the time affects Gabby. Like, I think he has a different understanding of the world and of relationships and of people um, and of, you know, his own humility. So I think it'll be different for him this time. He won't be perfect, but I think it'll be different. <laughs> now, do you feel like even if we say this whole interaction party scene with him and Sarah, do we feel like that was inappropriate due to the relationship that she's married? He's friends with his, her husband. Mm -hmm. Was it inappropriate for him to even party with her like that? I think so. I think it would have been one thing if they had like a couple friends and then he was like, you know, I'm going to support her. But just the fact that it was those two, I think it was a poor decision I, like like I said earlier, I respect the fact he didn't take advantage of her fully, but I do think he could have made a better decision, especially yeah. given the fact that he's preparing for this gig. But also in terms of his relationship, he could have made a better choice. Yeah, I would be mad if my man and I'm busy at work or we are mad at each other and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my best girlfriend. And they end up sleeping night together, like sexually, but end up almost cuddling like Mm -hmm. I would be I would be pissed like David was (laughs) yeah I would be too I mean it's like yeah I think as soon as he walked in I was like this is going to end poorly (laughs) but it's also like where did he come from (laughs) you came here Gabby called him because you you saw how like 
she was like overhearing everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Gabby probably called her dad like, dad, I'm here with David and mom. And you know how she kind of like insinuates things she, without saying stuff. She also knows how to play her father like a, a fiddle. fiddle. Yes. So <laughs> there's that too. But no, I mean, it seems like David, we, we see his heart at the end too. Like I feel like David just kind of moves however David feels like he needs to move. Whatever works best for David, and I think exactly, which is why he flies in on right. a surprise. I mean, I wish I just had jet money where I could just fly <laughs> to different places: <laughs> South Africa, to Ibiza, to London, yes. to LA. Like the whole family moved to South Africa because I got a job there, and now we're all going to change our lives for me. Yeah. I have so many thoughts about David. <laughs> <laughs> so, in you know, in walks David. He sees them laid up, but he doesn't immediately trip. He's just like, hey, I'm here. What's going on? I got flowers for you. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie gets up and he gives them their space. And then we go into the scene where he's like, okay, before we get into that, he tries to say, oh, I missed you. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I gotta go. I'm gonna go get freshened up. So it seemed some kind of way to him mm-hmm. like they could have been like messing around and she feels dirty or something like that versus her like, baby, I missed you. I'm so glad to see you, which is what you want, right? You want to spend did time. Say something like that, but she just no, was she just, like feeling crappy and had to go get herself. Right. Together. No, we, we get it. She was somewhat hungover and mm-hmm. breath probably was kicking <laughs> yep. all of that. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be kissing your man like that. But at the same time, it's like when you, get what you want like like you're mad at him because he wasn't there now he's here don't give him the cold shoulder embrace him no you can't just walk up like oh everything i did in the past does not matter i'm here today no 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 no. (laughs) i'm not saying that i'm just saying embrace it because that's almost giving a negative reinforcement because you want him there Mm -hmm. so he's here and then you're giving when he's here you're giving him the cold shoulder versus like embracing him and then talking to him and saying I wish you would do this more often. I wish I could see you more often. I mean, she's probably tired of the pattern. She's probably tired of him doing what works best for David, despite the fact that he's a husband and a father. And at some point, it's like, you can't just breeze back in as if it never happened. Like, you know, I mean, granted, at that point, she was in a daze and she probably wasn't was incoherent. But I also wanted to bring up just the fact that he didn't respond the way I thought he would have responded. And part of me wonders, so we heard in the previous episode them both talking about having cheated. So there's part of me that wonders what else David was up to while he was Mm. in IA. Because he, I think he should have responded stronger for a man to just walk in and see his wife laid up with his friend. I think he should have responded a lot stronger than that. So if there's a season two. Well, they weren't doing anything. I mean, technically. But it looks looks suspect. Mm -hmm. Like, regardless it looks crazy yeah like we said it was inappropriate for them to even just be hanging like that so yeah i could see that Mm -hmm. but one thing that you like you just brought up what were you doing and now are you feeling guilty are you feeling threatened that you want to now remarry your wife so he comes up with this new proposal and sets up shop and she walks down the stairs with her t-shirt and jeans and she's Mm -hmm. like what's What's going on you know like you didn't even prepare me like for pictures or you know Mm -hmm. to let me know i need to dress up you didn't even ask me you just i mean they're already married so it's like whatever but she thinks that he's just trying to butter up because he has some news to tell her what do we think about that i mean she wasn't wrong so (laughs) (laughs) i love that scene though i loved everybody's uh flaws just coming out i think just the entire build up to that scene just throughout the season. I loved the way that it was um, executed. Mm-hmm. Um, she slapped the fire out of sure David. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, I'm not a fan of violence, but there was part of me that was, you know, I, I, I felt for I her. I see where she's coming from yeah, because you're accusing her. her of doing something that she didn't do. It's like, right. oh, you're going to accuse me? I should have did it then. I should have got the date. Especially <laughs> after having been MIA for. Oh. X amount of time and having done whatever you want. I have so many thoughts about David. I'm just going to leave it at that. But you know who else was feeling jealous? Miss Astrid. She was like, oh, you ditched me to go get high with her? Really? That's what we're doing? But it didn't stop her from giving Charlie what she promised, which was 
the career of his life, the one he's been building up and rebuilding um, mm-hmm. up for. So he's still deciding if he's going to. And he takes the big gig. He goes. And then they have a moment. They kiss. And he's like, I want you. Mm-hmm. Was he in the moment making an emotional decision then as well? Because I feel like that. Because he, he wasn't all into her like, I want you when she first approached him. But mm-hmm. now it's like he's in the moment. He sees the crowd. He's doing it. He's feeling the adrenaline. Now he's like, yeah, I want you. I'm not buying it. It's almost like, you know, when a guy first tells you he loves you after y'all or during the act of sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, do you really mean it? Or are you like feeling real good right now? Yeah, I don't know. I guess time will tell. Hopefully we get to see in season two. I'm going to uh, vie for that season two. Okay. What about you? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like Charlie definitely, I think he had to make that decision, and I think he did. All right. That's your prediction? No season two? <laughs> I mean, that's that's my, I think he's going to just go up from here. It's going to be, he's going to be this big DJ, and Gabby's going to, I don't know. That's the question mark is what's going to happen with Gabby. All right. Well, I predict it's going to be a season two. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and rocking with us. Make sure you leave a comment. Let us know what you think is going to happen. Let us know what you think is going to, you know, if there's going to be a season two. Mm -hmm. Leave us a comment. I'm your host, Miss Conversation Peace. And you can follow me on Instagram at M-I-S-S Conversation Peace. Like the peace sign. I changed it, you guys. Just (laughs) due to the fact of so much violence and things going on, I just felt like... I needed to be that person to speak for peace. Amen. And I'm Princess Carol. You guys can find me on Instagram at Princess Carol TV. All right. We'll be back until next time. See you maybe season two. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thanks for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. If you didn't know, we do over 100 different after shows a week for your favorite TV series. We do it in podcast and video form, and it's never been easier to start your own podcast to get in with us and talk about the things you love. If you've ever thought about it, go to anchor.fm start to start your own podcast. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and super easy to use. Now, Anchor can match you with sponsors who want to advertise on your show and get you paid right away. Doing over 100 shows a week, it makes it so much easier to be able to cut out things that we want to cut out and insert things that we want to insert to make the show the quality that you, the fans, deserve. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start. That's anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. I can't wait to hear it. So, <laughs> can you give me your aha moment of... See, episode seven. Um, the aha moment for episode seven, I would say, um, I think the aha moment was just when we saw David's point of view and what his lifestyle looked like when he was the DJ, like the world famous DJ the first time. For me, it was like, oh, now I understand where he was and mm-hmm. like his background. And it's one thing to hear about it, but it's another thing to see what his lifestyle was. And so now it now that we get to see the other side of it now, it puts it into a different like light. Now now I understand on a different level because I know right. where he was. Mm-hmm. Right. And just so you at home know what the aha moment is, let us hear it again. There we go. The aha moment is when you really see a character, you know, making a moment where they they, they make a real like you go aha. Aha. <laughs> Is that it? No, uh-huh. I think it, I think they just make a real turning point in their character. So mm-hmm. that's what I see mm-hmm. for Charlie was basically when he was at the airport. 
and he decided to turn around because at some point we all are at a point where we're like, I want to give up. I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. And when you decide to stay and fight, that that's a definitely an aha moment. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's important. Cute. Yeah, (laughs) that was mine, girl. So that's all for episode seven. These episodes are so short. We're missing like like Mr. real Mates. the meat of it yes. yeah we're missing the meat and potatoes so maybe they're gonna give it to a season two maybe they're holding back for a season two what do you I think? hope so that's all i gotta say i hope so yeah there's a whole lot of questions have. i have so many questions maybe we could get idris on the line and you know get him in here tell us more i know <laughs> oh one thing i did notice i think this might have been episode eight when he was running on the beach he did look good did and he was Ooh, looking all chocolatey <laughs> well let's get into episode eight uh we'll just get right into it uh, yeah, so before we get into episode eight, we just wanted to say uh, thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could really use you guys' help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our show. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think about Turn Up Charlie. Do we need a season two? Do you have questions that need answers? Because we do. We want to know what is going to happen with this divorce. We want to know, <laughs> is Charlie going to blow up past Tommy V? We want to know if he's going to remain humble. You know? No one knows for sure. We don't know. But I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so, episode eight, Astrid is starting to fall for Charlie a little harder than we expected. She's mm-hmm. giving him the world. She's giving him what she would give Sarah. I have many thoughts about that. Mm. <laughs> it's It's weird because it seems like she wants to be committed to Charlie, but also his manager. I don't know. Now I feel like she's using Charlie. No, I don't think she's using him. I think she sees that Sarah is on a on a decline in her career. And mm-hmm. and that's how people do. They jump ship. Do they right. see, oh, she wants to be a mom now? I'm out. And also, she's an alpha female. So mm-hmm. it's like hard for her to give that submissive woman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to her man type of vibe. And so the only thing she knows with how to do is to... to to give him a boost in his career. Mm-hmm. And she likes the sex, obviously. So it's just like a win-win. She's going to make money and she's going to get the D. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess for me, like, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just like uh, into relationships. I'm kind of like, but you're going to use like, he's, you're going to be his manager, but then still have this relationship with him. What do you want? What, what are you here so for? So you think mixing business with pleasure happens more often than not in the entertainment world. I, I think, think it's it inevitable too. a lot. I think times. it happens more often, but I don't know if I necessarily think it's like healthy, but who knows? Charlie might be able to sustain it. I think the real question is, will she be able to sustain it? I don't know. I could see them building an empire. She has a connection. He's on the last leg. Of, like, mm-hmm. either you're going to make it now or you're never going to make it because right. you're like 40. Okay? <laughs> I mean, there's, you, that up you know, I, I, I'm just saying. Now, you can't give up on your dreams, but like when you start to get 60, 70, you 80, like keep, you can't be you know. a DJ unless you're playing uh, the Isley Brothers, okay? <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you might not get too many more opportunities. Exactly. <laughs> Your window of opportunity is the closing. Closing. <laughs> so she's giving him those opportunities, and I think they could be a little power couple. They could be touring. I think that's what she sees. She I don't sees, know. I don't trust her. Oh, uh, you don't? I do not trust her. I think she's been very forthcoming. I think even though she didn't tell Sarah first, she's planned on telling her the only reason that it kind of came off messy is because gabby overheard and you know gabby you know how she she is she did like hide the fact that she was messing with him and i don't know and of course uh 
the actress's name is Piper, Sarah, the character. <laughs> um, of course, Sarah did bring that up too, like the fact that she hit it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm hitting it and we're not, we not serious, I'm not going to be out here like, yeah, that's my, you know, like my, my little yeah. thing, my little boo. Like, I'm not going to say anything. But if they have that type of relationship, like her and Sarah seem to be pretty close. I don't know. But this is the thing. Oh, let's get into that. When you start telling your girlfriends mm-hmm. about how the good the D is, then they get curious because I'm starting to think Sarah's a little curious. I think that she, for me, I think that it was going to happen with Sarah and him because her husband is not around and he's filling in that role. So I think regardless, even of, if she, t- even if Astrid wasn't there, I think that was going to happen because Idris, Idris, Charlie, <laughs> all the actors, Charlie's filling in for the role that her husband should be, you know, there for. Mm, you know? They so said think, a shoulder to cry on becomes a D to ride on. That's what they said. I think that's what happened in the situation. It was going to happen whether Astrid was there or not. But I think even though they kind of crossed the line there when they were partying and she's like, get drunk with me, get high with me. Like, that was a bad... Okay, so what I want to talk about is how he came to Astrid and told her, like, no, I'm going to be ready for this gig. I'm going to practice. And then all of a sudden, Sarah comes in like, oh, I'm sad. My husband's not here. And David's doing all this stuff. I just need a drink and get high. Let's get high. Mm -hmm. And then he does it. You know, like, Mm -hmm. where did that come from? Like, I thought you were on a good path. I don't know. I mean, I think that that may have been more of an emotional decision instead of, like, this reckless party type of guy. Because he's not... I, I think that was an emotional decision. Like... I don't. I don't equate that to him just blowing people off just because he's a party animal. I think it was. But different. do you feel like he really likes Astrid? Because towards the end, he's like, "I want you," and then he's mm-hmm. like, "Blowing." Because I mean, I you know, know how these dudes are. Like they'll tell you one thing, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Yeah, he wants to hit it," but he don't want that commitment. And he's kind of that player guy, so he's mm-hmm. gonna be like, because even when she was like kissing him and telling him, "Oh, I'm a manager. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do that," he was just kind of like, "Are you sure?" Are you sure Sarah's not going to be mad? Like, he was so concerned about Sarah. I think it could go either way. I think he has a lot of... Sarah is really his friend. And even when she talked about, like, him taking up for David. So I think it could be he does have a thing for Sarah. Or he really just has a heart and a love for that family. And I think... I'd like to hope that he just has a heart for the family. But I could also see him having a thing for Sarah. But I respect the fact that he didn't make a move when he could have. And that's yeah. what makes me think it's not quite the the lust. I think it's he really has a heart for them. Because he could have taken advantage of that situation. She was sitting there in a bikini. But he didn't. So that's why... That's think, true. Yeah. I agree. So he's been noble in some aspects. It's, it's kind of like that for Charlie and his character. It's like one moment he's like... Oh, I'm gonna be good, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna do that. Then it's one minute he's like, he's a struggle. Mm-hmm. He's struggling with he's this, like, and I think that's what's been bringing him down from from the very beginning of like why his career kind of made a down mm-hmm. downward spiral because of this struggle, and um, he's still going through it. He is, but I think he's getting better slowly but surely. I think he's coming to realizations faster. It seems like. So I think this next rise that we hope is he's going on, we won't know until or unless there's a season two. I think it'll be different for him because I think he realizes, especially having seen the effect that David being gone all the time affects Gabby. Like, I think he has a different understanding of the world and of relationships and of people um, and of, you know, his own humility. So I think it'll be different for him this time. He won't be perfect, but I think it'll be different. <laughs> now, do you feel like even if we say this whole interaction party scene with him and Sarah, do we feel like that was inappropriate due to the relationship that she's married? He's friends with his, her husband. Mm -hmm. Was it inappropriate for him to even party with her like that? I think so. I think it would have been one thing if they had like a couple friends and then he was like, you know, I'm going to support her. But just the fact that it was those two, I think it was a poor decision I, like like I said earlier, I respect the fact he didn't take advantage of her fully, but I do think he could have made a better decision, especially yeah. given the fact that he's preparing for this gig. But also in terms of his relationship, he could have made a better choice. Yeah, I would be mad if my man and I'm busy at work or we are mad at each other and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my best girlfriend. And they end up sleeping night together, like sexually, but 
end up cut, almost cuddling. Like mm-hmm. I would be, I would be pissed. Like David was. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. I mean, it's like, yeah, I think it, it, as soon as he walked in, I was like, this is going to end. <laughs> poorly <laughs> but it's also like where did he come from you came here gabby called gone? him because you you saw how like she was like overhearing everything mm-hmm. and i feel like gabby probably called her dad like dad i'm here with david and mom and you know how she kind of like insinuates things without she, saying stuff she also knows how to play her father like a, a fiddle, fiddle yes so <laughs> there's that too but no i mean it seems like David, we we see his heart at the end too. Like I feel like David just kind of moves however David feels like he needs to move, whatever works best for David. And I think exactly, which is why he flies in on right. a surprise. I mean, I wish I just had jet money where I could just fly <laughs> to different places, <laughs> South Africa, to Ibiza, to London, yeah. to L.A. Like the whole family moved to South Africa because I got a job there, and now we're all going to change our lives for me. Yeah. I have so many thoughts about David. <laughs> So, in, you know, in walks David. He sees them laid up, but he doesn't immediately trip. He's just like, hey, I'm here. What's going on? I got flowers for you. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie gets up and he gives them their space. And then we go into the scene where he's like, okay, before we get into that, he tries to say, oh, I missed you. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I got to go. I'm going to. Go get freshened up. So it seemed some kind of way to him mm-hmm. like they could have been like messing around and she feels dirty or something like that versus her like, baby, I missed you. I'm so glad to see you, which is what you want. Right. You want to spend time. Say something like that. But she just no, was she just like said... feeling crappy and had to go get herself. Right. Together. No, we, we get it. She was somewhat hungover and mm-hmm. breath probably was kicking <laughs> yep. all of that. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be kissing your man like that. But at the same time, it's like when you get what you want like like you're mad at him because he wasn't there now he's here don't give him the cold shoulder embrace him no you can't just walk up like oh everything i did in the past does not matter i'm here today no 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 no. (laughs) i'm not saying that i'm just saying embrace it because that's almost giving a negative reinforcement because you want him there Mm -hmm. so he's here and then you're giving when he's here you're giving him the cold shoulder versus like embracing him and then talking to him and saying I wish you would do this more often. I wish I could see you more often. I mean, she's probably tired of the pattern. She's probably tired of him doing what works best for David, despite the fact that he's a husband and a father. And at some point, it's like, you can't just breeze back in as if it never happened. Like, you know, I mean, granted, at that point, she was in a daze and she probably wasn't was incoherent. But I also wanted to bring up just the fact that he didn't respond the way I thought he would have responded. And part of me wonders... So we heard in the previous episode them both talking about having cheated. So there's part of me that wonders what else David was up to while mm. he was in IA. Because he, I think he should have responded stronger for a man to just walk in and see his wife laid up with his friend. I think he mm. should have responded a lot stronger than that. So if there's a season Well, they weren't two, doing anything. I mean, they technically. Were, but, it looks, but it looks suspect. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless... It looks crazy. Yeah, like we said, it was inappropriate for them to even just be hanging like that. So, yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. But one thing that you, like you just brought up, what were you doing? And now, are you feeling guilty? Are you feeling threatened that you want to now remarry your wife? So, he comes up with this new proposal and sets up shop. And she walks down the stairs with her t-shirt and jeans. And she's Mm -hmm. like... What's What's going on? You know, like, you didn't even prepare me, like, for pictures or, you know, Mm -hmm. to let me know I need to dress up. You didn't even ask me. I mean, they're already married, so it's like, whatever. But she thinks that he's just trying to butter her up because he has some news to tell her. What do we think about that? I mean, she wasn't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I love that scene, though. I loved everybody's uh, flaws just coming out. I think just the entire build up to that scene just throughout the season. I loved the way that it was um, executed. Mm-hmm. Um, she slapped the fire out of sure David. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, I'm not a fan of violence, but there was part of me that was, 
you know, I, I, I felt for I her. I see where she's coming from yeah, because you're accusing her. her of doing something that she didn't do. It's like, right. oh, you're going to accuse me? I should have did it then. I should have got the D. Especially <laughs> after having been MIA for oh. X amount of time and having done whatever you wanted. I have so many thoughts about David. I'm just going to leave it at that. But you know who else was feeling jealous? Miss Astrid. She was like, oh, you ditched me to go get high with her? Really? That's what we're doing? But it didn't stop her from giving Charlie what she promised, which was the career of his life, the one he's been building up and rebuilding um, Mm -hmm. up for. So he's still deciding if he's going to. And he takes the big gig. He goes. And then they have a moment. They kiss. And he's like, I want you. Mm-hmm. was he in the moment making an emotional decision then as well because I feel like that because he he wasn't all into her like I want you when she first approached him mm-hmm. but now it's like he's in the moment he sees the crowd he's doing it he's feeling the adrenaline now he's like yeah I want you I'm not buying it it's almost like you know when a guy first tells you he loves you after y'all or during the act of sex mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like do you really mean that or are you like feeling real good right now yeah, I don't know. I guess time will tell. I guess yeah. time will tell. I don't well, know. Hopefully we get to see in season two. I'm going to uh, vie for that. Season two. Okay. What about you? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like Charlie definitely, I think he had to make that decision. And I think he did. All right. That's your prediction? No season two? <laughs> I mean... Uh, that's that's my I think he's gonna just go up from here. It's gonna be he's gonna be this big DJ and Gabby's gonna I don't know, that's the question mark is what's gonna happen with Gabby. All right. Well I predict it's gonna be a season two. I wanna thank you guys so much for tuning in and rocking with us. Make sure you leave a comment. Let us know what you think is gonna happen. Let us know what you think is gonna you know, if there's gonna be a season two. Mm-hmm. Leave us a comment. I'm your host, Miss Conversation Peace, and you can follow me on Instagram at Instagram. M-I-S-S conversation peace like the peace sign I changed it you guys just due to the fact of so much violence and things going on I just felt like I needed to be that person to speak for peace Amen. and I'm Princess Carol you guys can find me on Instagram at Princess Carol TV alright we'll be back until next time see you maybe season 2 maybe, maybe. <laughs> bye guys our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.